We are so glad that you were listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We as a family are praying for you and we believe that this is just the word that you need. God bless you. We want to worship Jesus. We want to worship Jesus. Give him praise. Give him thanks. Give him glory and honor. He is the reason for this festive season. He is indeed the reason why we live and move and have our very being. Ah, if you are the sound of my voice this very day, wherever you are, give God thanks for he is the giver of life. The Bible says that he made us. He took dust, clay, and he breathed into man and man became a living being, a living soul. If you are alive today, you want to say thank you to God in your understanding. You want to say thank you to God in the heavenly language. You want to thank God that you are standing in his presence. You are sitting in his presence. You are under his kingdom, the kingdom that has no end. Somebody lift up your voice in your understanding. Thank God for health. Thank God for putting food on your table. Thank God for giving you water to drink. Many things that you and I take so for granted. It has come from God. All things exist because God has allowed it to exist. Somebody give Jesus the praise. Somebody give God the honor. Somebody thank God. Thank God for your family. He did not make you an alone person. He did not put you away as an island. He put you in the midst of a family. Even if your biological family is not near. He's connected you to a spiritual family. The church of the living God. Your brothers and your sisters in Christ. God is a good God. God is a good God. Thank him, thank him. That in the midst of adversity, in the midst of storms, in the midst of trials, he is the fourth person in your fiery furnace. He's not left you alone to be burned by the fire. He's come through. He's quenched that fire by the waters that he has released. He has proven that he is your God. The Bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord has delivered us from them all. Somebody give Jesus the praise. Somebody give God the honor. Don't be silent. If today you have lived, give Jesus the praise. Say thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. He has comforted us through the seasons of mourning, through losses, through grief. He has been our comforter. The Bible says that he's the God of all comfort. Oh, hallelujah. 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 If you can speak in tongues, wherever you are, I want you to speak in tongues. Come on, stir up your faith. Stir up your faith. Connect with the Holy Ghost within you. Lift it up. Let it rise. Let it rise. Let our spirit magnify the Lord. Our soul bless his holy name. He is Lord. He is God. I hear the Holy Spirit say he is the Alpha 
Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the first and the last. Every season we celebrate his birth. We also remember that he is the King of glory. The Lord of lords. He is a resurrected King. Somebody praise Jesus as a resurrected Savior. To whom all power, dominion, authority belongs. Give him glory. In your life, give him glory. In your family, give him glory. In your community, give him glory. When you look around, when there is nothing that brings you joy, circumstances may make you sad. But we are not people of circumstances. We are not people who are moved by sight. We are people who live by the Spirit. We are heavenly citizens. The king that we are celebrating, he is the king of glory. He rules and he reigns. Heaven and earth belongs to him. Somebody worship Jesus. I want to hear you pray. I want to hear you pray. Come on, give him glory. Thank him, thank him. He is the one who is faithful. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, pray for yourself. Wherever you are, you are listening in prayer. That the Lord will touch you. The Lord God Almighty will speak a word to you. We are celebrating the Savior of the world. He is also called the light of the world. The light of the world. He enters with light. Whatever darkness, whatever misery is represented in your family, in your finance, in your business, in your body. The light of Jesus will enter in this very day and remove every darkness and lighten you up in the name of Jesus let there be understanding oh father God as you speak your word let there be miracles let there be healings let there be deliverances in the name of Jesus let there be elevation let somebody draw close to Jesus let somebody come higher in their relationship with you let somebody be drawn to the deep things of God. Thank you, Lord. Satisfy us early. Satisfy us early. Satisfy us early, Father God. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father Lord, as I open my lips, put your words on my tongue to utter the mysteries of your kingdom, mighty God. That every listener will be drawn close to you, Jesus Christ. Every listener will bow their knees and hail you and worship you as king. That every need will be met in the name of Jesus. Every hindrances will be brought low and removed out of the way of your people. Let it not be enticing words of a woman's wisdom, but let it be that the demonstration of your spirit and of your power for your word declares that your kingdom is not just in talk it's not just in bouncing about with words but your kingdom is in the demonstration of your power manifest the power of your kingdom through your word this very day in jesus name amen everyone shout amen, amen. everyone shout amen. amen come on shout amen, amen. come on clap your hands all you people Clap your hands, all ye people. Let's give glory to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Let's make our best in Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. Please take your seat. Take your seat. Thank you, Lord. I've just been, um, you know, expressing my 
you know, my feelings to some people because I wasn't aware. But I know the Holy Spirit always has something to say. Amen. So if you're listening, know that the Holy Spirit will speak to you directly. Hallelujah. The Lord is taking me to Habakkuk. Habakkuk. So um, uh, I'm not sure the, the title, but maybe I will title it Lessons for the Season. Lessons for the season. And I will just scan through the scriptures that has been read and see what the Holy Spirit wants to say to us this very moment. And as he says to us, it's a message for the rest of our life. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes you and I can become so religious. Sometimes we can, you know, almost as if we set certain days aside just to celebrate Jesus, to remember his birth, his entrance into this physical world. And then afterwards we enter into another realm. But we must have a constant relationship, a constant constant connection. It has to be a thriving relationship with Jesus Christ. It has to be a progressive one. It has to be a fruitful one. Hallelujah. To the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I just um, believe I need to encourage somebody because it is a season of encouragement. Hallelujah. Why do I say that it is a season of encouragement, child of God? Because the season when Jesus was actually birthed, before then was a very, mis um, how do you call it? It was a, a very miserable time. It was a very difficult time for the Jews, for the people of God. They were tortured. They were persecuted. They were suffering. So they were expecting a king. Someone who would come and deliver them from the pain. I don't know what pain that you are going through. I don't know what persecution. I don't know what sufferings that you have been going through. But every time you and I remember the birth and the entrance of our Messiah to this earthly world, we must remember that he came to bring deliverance to us. He came to bring hope to us. He came to bring healing. He came to bring solutions to us. And he came to encourage us. So when he was born, it was a very joyful moment. It was a very peaceful moment. It was a time where people who had lost hope, like the season that we are living in, many have lost hope. Many sit by the television. They sit by the radio and they are waiting for the announcements from the government. They are waiting for the news from the colleague or the friend to tell them what is happening for tomorrow. But I hear the Holy Spirit says that tomorrow is in his hands. Hallelujah. We must trust the Lord with all of our heart. Lean not on our own understanding. In all of our ways let us acknowledge God and he will direct our path. Glory to Jesus. Is somebody in Habakkuk. Somebody in Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 3. This may be a season for you that you're thinking, oh I've lost loved ones. It's a very miserable season for many, 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 many people. Because it may be the anniversary where their family was torn apart, where the marriages was dissolved, where they lost loved ones, and a season where people have recently actually lost somebody and they are grieving. But whatever the season that you find yourself in, it may be a season of joy, a great harvest for many. Whatever your season is, you still need that encouragement. If you are already encouraged, you can take this message and begin to encourage your neighbor. Hallelujah. Begin to, who is your neighbor? Your neighbor is that person that you're standing in the queue um, with, waiting to go to Aldi. Hallelujah. Your neighbor is the person that you walk past the street. You can say hello to them. You can say Jesus loves you. You can say it is well. Hallelujah. 
Habakkuk chapter 3. Habakkuk chapter 3. Lessons for the season. I believe we began to learn those lessons. Habakkuk chapter 3. God has appointed us so that we will bring hope to the hopeless. This is our moment and our season, child of God. We must not miss the season. Hallelujah. When we see that everything is dark and gloomy and misery and there is bad news everywhere, child of God, you must say to yourself, I have the good news. Hallelujah. And I will preach the good news. I will not be silent about the good news. Yes, the face mask might be on my mouth and everything else. But even still, I can preach the good news through the face mask. Hallelujah. Habakkuk chapter 3. The Bible says, I read from verse 17. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold and there shall be no head in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Somebody shout, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yes, I will rejoice. This message has to be real, my sister, my brother. When there is no fruits, when there is nothing in the physical to rejoice and to be happy about. Happiness is based on circumstances and situation. That's why we say happy birthday. Because it's a year that has been added to you and our life. But sometimes when you look at your birthday, you think what is there to be happy about. Happiness is dependent on circumstances. But joy comes from the, from the one that we are celebrating this season. It comes from Jesus Christ. Somebody shout, Jesus is my joy. The Bible says, there may be no fruits in the vine. The labor of the olive shall fail. You tall, 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 it looks as if nothing is coming out of it. The fields may not have anything for you to reap. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Jesus is the God of our salvation. Jesus is God. Hallelujah. We will joy in our Father God. We will joy in our Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is the reason for our joy. He is the reason for the season 19. The Lord God is my strength. Do I have some people here? Do I have somebody that can connect with this as a truth? God is our strength. God is our strength. The Lord God is our strength. Let us learn how to draw our strength from the Lord. Because child of God, your friend may not have strength for you. Circumstances may even weaken you and make you feel very miserable. And when you begin to play with the enemy called depression, you will feel weak and sick and tired. You will get to a place that you cannot even lift up yourself from your bed. So I don't know where you are that you are listening. If the enemy called depression has got hold of you, I command you to be lifted up from that bed of affliction in the name of Jesus. For Jesus is your joy. Let him quicken your mind, your soul, and your body. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is our strength. And he will make my feet like hinds feet. And he will make me walk upon my high places. Do you notice it? It says he will make me. Say Jesus will make me. Jesus will make me. 
Let us allow Jesus to make us. Hallelujah. Not we make ourselves because many times you come to a place that can't make me. Lord, I can't see the reason to live for the next second, but Jesus can make me live. Hallelujah. Jesus can make me walk on high places. Jesus can make me lift up my head and see good things in the future, even though there may be nothing around me that tells me of a bright tomorrow. Jesus can make me. He is making us. Hallelujah. I say he is making us. So rejoice in the Lord. Say I will rejoice in the Lord. He is my everything. Jesus is my everything. I rejoice in him. I take my joy from Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. So I believe we've learned some lessons here. That times may be hard. Bad news may be coming. But the lesson for the season is that whatever situation, circumstance that you find yourself in, we must rejoice in the Lord. Do you know why? Because Jesus hasn't changed. He is still sitting on the throne. He's still got the key of David. He opens, nobody can shut. He shuts, nobody can open. He's the one that gives knowledge and wisdom to mankind to discover vaccination for all kinds of things to bring solution to mankind problem it comes from Jehovah God hallelujah as long as he still sits on the throne we must rejoice amen say I will rejoice in the Lord if you have Jesus you must rejoice Paul says something that I live for Christ and I die for him hallelujah for me to live is Christ and to die is gain do I have some believers that are rising in these end time seasons that they are not afraid to live for Jesus even though everything material may fail because they have Jesus I can make party in my bedroom because I have Jesus hallelujah even though I may be by myself sitting at that dining table I know Jesus is with me I know the Holy Ghost is with me I know Father God is with me I am not alone somebody shout I am not alone hallelujah hallelujah Oh, you're on your own. You're feeling sad. You're feeling so, you know, desperate for companionship. That companionship has brought disappointment to you. But I announce you today, if you make Jesus your best of friends, if you make the Holy Ghost your best of friends, if you make Father God your best of friends, 1 a.m. He is there. 3 a.m. He is there. 7 a.m. He is there. He is a friend that stays closer than that of a brother. Hallelujah. 24-7, he will never disappoint. Glory to Jesus. As we come to the close of this year, we move into 2021. Let's make Jesus our closest friend. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 17. That's a scripture. The Holy Ghost took me to that. And then one or two things, because time is far gone. I was saying to the sister, that look, there's a lot that the Holy Spirit wants to say. But when you are prepared, you know you've got 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and then you will just be selective. So you can cut switch bits that you want and then use. Let me flow. Amen. Am I allowed? Acts chapter 17. I just believe that um, many of us need to remind ourselves of this truth and also remind our neighbors, our neighbors of this truth. Many do not understand the season. There is debate about Christmas. Should Christians celebrate Christmas? Because it's not really the genuine season and the time that our Savior, Messiah of the whole world was born. Does it really matter? Should we fight over seasons and um, all kinds of celebration, etc.? What is the most important thing is we understand who Christ is. Hallelujah. We understand that he's the savior of the world. 
We understand that he rules and he reigns. From the first day that child of God, you received him into your life. He's become your king, your lord and your master. Not just someone who saves you when there is trouble. But he leads and he guides us. Hallelujah. He gives us high feet. Somebody that is listening in wants to understand me this very day. That the high feet, the feet of the hind, one will go ahead. And the second one that comes follows exactly and steps into the one that has gone ahead. We need to know where Jesus is walking. We need to track the steps of Jesus and let our feet walk in it. Hallelujah. So that we will be on our high places. Hallelujah. Child of God, it's time not to be walking on our own path. It is time to track, still yourself and see where Jesus is walking and walking his footsteps. Amen. The footsteps of Jesus will bring us into miracles. The footsteps of Jesus will bring us into breakthroughs. The footsteps of Jesus will cause you and I to fulfill purpose and destiny. Hallelujah. Acts 17. I read from verses 16. The Bible says, now while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him when he saw the city wholly given to idolatry. Idolatry. We look around, we see idolatry. Even celebration of the birth of our Savior Jesus Christ has become an idolatrous something. Idolatrous something. Is somebody hearing me? So commercialized, idolatrous, people's um, God has become the God of their bellies. Idolatry. It's time for us to repent. Hallelujah. To turn away from the God of our belly. To turn away from worshipping the created things to worship the creator. Hallelujah. The desires and the affection of many has left the one we are celebrating. And it's been put on other things. That's why many are so full of sadness and misery. Because if our joy and our desire and our passion is in Jesus Christ, it wouldn't matter so much what is going on around us. But you and I will be seeking for people and opportunities and circumstances to beam the light of Jesus Christ and to bring hope. Idolatry, 17. Therefore, disputed he in the synagogue with the Jews. And with the devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him. Then certain philosophers of the Epicureans and of the Stoics encountered him. And some said, what will this babbler say? And other some, he seemed to be a settler, a setter, sorry, forth of strange gods because he preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him unto Aripagas said, may we know what this new doctrine whereof thou speakest is. Then he goes on and on. Let's jump to 22. 22, please. I'll just speak for another 10 minutes, okay? Because otherwise I'll be here for a long time. I've not even started there. <laughs> okay, right. But I trust that we are learning. Hmm. 22, then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, you men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship 
Him declare I unto you. Whoever you are, you are celebrating the season. You've gone, you've done your shopping, you are going to cook yourself a nice meal. But you don't know this God that I'm talking about. You may have a head idea of him, but you've never experienced him. You may be living your own way, you're not living for him. This is what Paul saw. They had inscriptions, they bought all these parcels and presents and everything. The Christmas tree was up. The lights was up. Recently, I think last week, I was just recalling some of the evangelism that we did when we were at um, the Anglican Church. Is it Anglican? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, that place in Basildon. You know, we knocked on the door and sometimes we would start our conversation by saying that, oh, you've got beautiful lights. And some of them say, we don't want to know. Bam! Then they'll close the door in front of us. <laughs> And if I have a moment, I say to them, hmm, so why have you got the lights on? Why have you got a Christmas tree on? You know, it's like to an unknown God. Everybody is doing it. It looks nice. It looks beautiful. So we are also just doing it to an unknown God, to an unknown Savior that was given for them and for everybody. They don't know him. And sometimes, unfortunately, children of God fall into the same category. We just get swept along and religion just carries us and we do the same thing without meaning and purpose. But God is delivering us. Hallelujah. Whom therefore you ignorantly worship. We will no longer ignorantly worship Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. No longer. Recently, God taught me a very painful lesson. And whilst I was taking a shower, the Lord said to me, yes, you asked me about this person. I said the person was good, but he didn't ask me whether it was my idea. And God said to me that you had, uh, you, you've, um, you've, you've thought about this message, spoken about this message. A good idea is not a God idea, but you were a bit scared to ask me whether it was my idea. Child of God, a good idea is not God's idea. Hallelujah. Let us press beyond good things into God things. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? It may be a good idea to have a roast dinner with your family, but is it a God idea? A God idea may be that cook that small meal. Knock on your neighbor's door and say, Jesus loves you. I realize that you are so lonely. I've been living on this street. I've not seen you come out of that house. In fact, your family lives very far away. But I want to tell you that Jesus loves you. A God idea may be that five minutes that you will spend letting the person know that you are not alone. Hallelujah. But a good idea is that I am just chilling. One leg here, another leg here. Oh, come on, bring me the turkey. Bring me the um, stuffing. Bring me. That is a good idea. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. But is it a God idea? Is it a God idea? A good idea is to celebrate it with family. Is it a God idea? A God idea may be that this season you will look for those that don't have family. Hallelujah. And let them know about Jesus Christ. To the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things and had made of one blood of nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and had determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Does somebody understand the scripture? 
He made all. He made all. The sea, he said, let the sea start from here and end here. He said, let the dry land start from here and end there. He said, let the stars, all the galaxies, he knows every one of them. He created all things and he has everything under his control. Hallelujah. God has not lost control. Glory to Jesus. The the only areas where we see and we feel and we think God has lost control is that we're stopping him. Child of God, don't hinder God anymore. He's given Jesus Christ for the whole world. Jesus Christ for the whole world. Hallelujah. Let's pick on one or two lessons for five minutes. Thank you, Father. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord, God Almighty. He is King. He is Lord. He rules and he reigns over all the universe. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. The first reading that we did. You know, sometimes it feels as if Satan has messed it all. It feels as if everything, you know, they say that midnight is the darkest hour. You may not be in your midnight, but life moves in circles. As you journey along, you may come to a place, a season of your wilderness and midnight. But know that when you hit that midnight season, remember this message. Because they will dawn. They will break. You will not stay in that midnight forever except you and I choose to remain in that midnight season. Hallelujah. It is time for God's people. I hear the spirit of the Lord say, hallelujah. Let's get ready to be announced because we carry Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Genesis chapter 3. And um, let's see. Let's just read 14 and 15. So this is here. God has created his, cre- um, his creation, Adam and Eve, after his likeness and his image. And he's enjoying fellowship and communion with him as he enjoys communion and fellowship with us. The devil comes in and messes the plan. Wherever you are, discourage you, fail God or whatever. Lift yourself up, child of God. As long as there is life, you have a day that you are alive, you can make it right with Jesus Christ. Don't let the devil keep pushing you under because his pit is bottomless. Hallelujah. But in the, in the prison of God, the Lord was reminding me today, that is that prison of hope. Amen. He's called us as prisoners of hope. So when you find yourself confined, because at times people look at us and say, oh, how boring their life would be. They are so restricted and everything by the Bible. Everything is Jesus Christ. He's our king. Yes, everything is Jesus Christ. But I want to announce to you that the, um, the, the restrictions, the limitations, the jurisdictions that Jesus Christ puts us in, the kind of prison that he puts us in is a prison of hope. Hallelujah. Every other prison is a prison of despair. But the prison of Jesus, the boundaries of Jesus is full of hope. It may be a narrow path. Yes, it's a narrow path. And we need to be disciplined to walk that narrow path. We need to sacrifice to walk that narrow path. But it will lead to eternal life. Amen. The outcome is better than the broad path. 14. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle. The devil is cursed. Amen. I said the devil is cursed. Whatever the devil is doing in your life, is doing in our nations, is doing in our communities, I am announcing that he is cursed. Cursing means that he, he, he is doomed to fail. Let us push him where he belongs. Whatever he's doing, let us, you have already been defeated. You have already failed and that's where you belong. Let's enforce his failure. Let's enforce the devil's defeat. Let's not give him any more grounds. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He's been defeated. He's been cursed. 
You see, today we see and we look at human beings and say, oh, you are cursed and things. And there's a whole debate about um, God cursing Adam and Eve. But I don't personally believe that God cursed Adam and Eve because he blessed them. The consequences of our actions and when we come into agreement with the one who is cursed will begin to bring forth fruits of a curse. And the invincible power of the one who is cursed, that works against us begins to operate. But as soon as we live and we make it right with Jesus Christ, we are delivered from the curse. Amen. The Bible goes on to say, Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of your life. 15. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head. Hallelujah. It's about time some believers rise and put their, 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 their leg on the neck of the enemy. Hallelujah. Bruise his head. Hallelujah. And thou shalt bruise his heel. Amen. He has been defeated. Let us defeat him well, well, well. Amen. So let us know that this victory came through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, come, all ye faithful. God is a faithful God. I want to remind us of this lesson that God is faithful and he expects us to be faithful, child of God. Faithfulness is devotion, is commitment, is loyalty. Faithfulness is not dependent on when things are going well for us. Hallelujah. Do you remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They said, even if God does not deliver us from this fire of our affliction. We will not bow our knees to compromise. Hallelujah. God is raising up end time believers like that, that are not afraid to die. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is raising up the Daniels of our generation. That will pray. The restrictions will come and say, don't pray to any other God except to pray to King Darius. And then we will have the holy, rebellious, end time chosen ones of God that will say, we know a faithful God. His law is higher. His kingdom is higher. There is a king who is no longer a baby child of God. These seasons that we are celebrating. He is king. I announce to you that he is king. He rules forevermore and he reigns. Hallelujah. And we obey the higher kingdom. He's raising up the Daniels. They are not afraid to say, I pray. The prayer has turned that right from me living in my comfortable room, praying three times. I'm now going to be eaten by lions. But it's okay with me because I know the God I serve. Hallelujah. The Bible says that those that know their God, they will be strong. Say, I will be strong. I will do exploits. Hallelujah. Where is our strength from? In the Lord. As long as the Lord has not come down from the throne, as long as he's ruling and reigning the entire universe, we are strong in him. Is somebody catching the revelation? He is a powerful one. The Bible says that once I've spoken, twice I have heard. Oh, power, not some power, not minus power. All power comes from God. Hallelujah. We scan through and then we go through to the uh, story of uh, Abraham and Isaac. We've heard the scripture. And I want to remind us of sacrifice, child of God. Sacrifice. Say, I will sacrifice. I'll give my best to God. I made that promise this season and entering into the new year. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Because what happened with Abraham? Let's have a quick look. Genesis 22. Genesis 22. Because of sacrifice, God said, in blessing, I will bless you. In blessing, I will bless you. God had already promised the blessing. Has he not promised the blessing to us? Huh? And sometimes 
We just there and then we are, we are playing God and all sorts of things and we are not making progress. But from today we'll make progress. Hallelujah. Because Abraham journeyed with God from Genesis chapter 12. He did not get stagnant there. And just build the altar there and that's it. He journeyed with God. And as you and I journey with God, he's going to ask more from us. Hallelujah. And when he asked, let us not hold back. He gave his all. He waited 25 years. Can you imagine? 25 years for that answer to his prayer. Through making mistakes and all and bouncing back. 25. How long have you and I waited for certain prayers to be answered? And when the Lord gives it to us, he said, give it back to me. But he was obedient. He gave it all. And when he gave it all, he indeed saw the manifestation of the blessings of God. And the blessings of God, he says that you will possess the gates of your enemies. Hallelujah. For us to possess the gates of our enemies, we need to sacrifice. Amen. You know, the Bible says that any believer who wants to be a disciple and a follower of Jesus Christ must do what? Take up our cross. Mean we need to deny ourselves. If you want to sleep a bit more, but the Lord is saying, no, get up. Get up. The young ones, tidy your room, tidy the place. Do it. Amen. <laughs> and even the older ones, get up, tidy the car. The car has become like, um, you know, a zoo. <laughs> Let's tidy it for Jesus. He wants anything he wants. Sometimes the little things that you think is so insignificant, that's what he wants. Because that's the one that we find so, so hard to give up. You remember the rich man? He came after Jesus. He said, oh, good master, what shall I do to inherit the kingdom of God? And, you know, he said, I've obeyed all the commandments. Jesus said, one thing, one thing, one thing, you need to give up. The riches was too much for him to give up. He walked away very sad. Hallelujah. We must give up everything for Jesus so that we possess the gates of our enemy. There are certain powers that is still operating in our lives from ancestral household. Certain powers in our community, in our nations that is restricting the church from moving on. As we come to the place of sacrifice, being sold out to Jesus Christ, he says we will possess the gates of our enemies. Hallelujah. We will see the demonstration of the power of God. Amen. And then finally, I'll just end up with this one because time is too gone. Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9, that scripture that we read. Let me just end with that. Okay. And I'm going to read from 1 to 9. Is it 1 to 9 we read? Okay. Somebody with me. Okay. Maybe let me read just from 7 or so. Let me read from two. Okay. The people had been feeling so miserable and hopeless. You remember what I was saying? The people of Israel, Judah, hopeless, like the season that we are living in. Oh, what's tomorrow hold? That what does tomorrow hold for us? You know, so many misery and sadness. They were so hopeless. Feeling, I mean, Christmas for the past few years maybe has not been like this, but this is the real season to remember Jesus Christ, the savior of the world to come and save us from ourselves. Enough of worshipping the created things. Today, even believers are worshipping the vaccine more than Jesus Christ. How many believers do you hear to say that I have prayed and I know that the vaccine will work because I prayed? 
But they are hoping that this vaccine will work because human beings and scientists have put it together. It's time for the nation to come on, on their knees and worship Jesus. Hallelujah. Man's knowledge and ideas are being worshipped. God should have mercy. We need to come to a place of repentance. Okay, the people had been feeling so miserable and hopeless. It was as if they were in deep darkness. Then something happened. Say something happened. <laughs> it was then as if they had suddenly seen a bright light. I announce to you, you are suddenly going to see a bright light. <laughs> Where is that the most? You and I are going to suddenly experience a bright light. Lord, you have made your people so very glad. You have filled them with great joy. They are like happy workers who collect the harvest. It is harvest time, child of God. <laughs> or like soldiers when they share the goods that they have seized from their enemies. Lord, you have broken the power of those who made your people to be slaves. Just as you once saved your people from Midian, you have thrown the enemy's boots and uniforms into the fire. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! A child has been born for us. Hey! God has given a son to us. And this son will be our ruler. Hallelujah! <laughs> His names will be wonderful advisor. Who hallelujah? Who wants some advisor from the counselor who never fails in giving advice? Whose advice will always work 100% of the time? He's been given to us this season. And we need to present him to people as the wonderful counselor. People will pay so much pounds and dollars and CDs and whatever currency that you use to spend and exchange goods. You may spend millions of it for counsel, counsel which may come to naught. But I announce to you, Jesus Christ is the wonderful counselor. Wonderful counselor. Receive the wonderful counselor. Hallelujah. Wonderful counselor. An all-powerful God. These are the names of our Savior. All-powerful, not some powerful. He is the almighty God. And Father always. And commander who brings peace. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Rise your feet and let's pray. I'll just carry here. Thank you, Father. We welcome the Messiah into every life, every home, every situation, every circumstance. Now begin to pray. Ah, that the Messiah will enter every home, every life in our communities and bring hope, 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 hope that he will use us this season ah, to announce the birth and the mighty visitation of the deliverer, of the peace of God who visited us, the Prince of Peace, the joy of this world will enter every life and misery will be joy, will be moved away in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Oh, pray, pray, pray. Somebody pray. This season is a season of trouble and suffering for many, but it is the greatest moment for the church of God because we have a good news. Pray that God will give you opportunities. God will bring people and connect them to you, uh, whichever platform uh, to announce the good news uh, and to bring hope uh, and to connect people back to their creator that the devil will be defeated who wants to take out people's life before their time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Temple of God International Podcast. We pray that you have thoroughly received the word and that it will bless and enhance your life in unthinkable ways. 
We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to our YouTube channel. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages. We strive to encourage you with the word of God. God bless you. Until next time.